Hi, I'm Carlin Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. I remember when I first became an executive and people who would not give me the time of day 24 hours before announcing that I was a director um, suddenly were wanted to be my best friend. They suddenly were reaching out, wanted to meet, wanted to hang up, kissing up, wanting time with me were super nice. And I, I laugh because I'm just thinking back in the memory of these said people. It was actually laughable to me that people would be that transparent about hierarchy and the importance of hierarchy. Like literally five minutes ago, you would not return my emails. You weren't a good team player. We didn't, you know, just because we were peers or whatever. And then suddenly you're in a different title. And now, oh, man, totally different human. Like seriously, people, what? I just can't even get over that people do that. They literally suck up to someone because of their box on an org chart or a title on an org chart and don't realize how incredibly transparent and ridiculous they are. Yes, I'm talking about hierarchy today, hot on my mind lately. Um, I understand the need, okay? So you have an organization. How do you get away from literal hierarchy and that? And so organizational structures are and infrastructures put in place in order to make sure that there is accountability for certain types of decision making. I understand the need for people um, who look at things like how do you progress in your careers and whatnot. And if you've listened to any of my podcasts, you'll know that um, I firmly believe that um, higher like succession planning should not be up and down, that it should be lateral, it should be zigzaggy, it should be every which way. And there should be more and more and more career paths for people who don't necessarily want to lead people or have direct reports or who are great independent contributors and maybe should not be leading people. And that's okay, too. And unfortunately, we are stuck, I think, in a lot of corporate America organizations and international organizations, too, in this very traditional top-down kind of hierarchy, where ironically, if you look at it, think of it as a pyramid, your pyramid and base are the majority of your people. And the person at the top it's like it gets fewer and fewer as you go up the ladder and up the chain, which has always been a very interesting concept to me because when people think that the best ideas should come from the top, it's like those are the fewest brains. So why, would it, why wouldn't you flip that pyramid on its heel and say, hey, more of the brains in the trenches, the people who are on the front line, the people who are actually face-to-face with your consumers, whoever that may be, or customers on a day-to-day basis are likely the ones who are going to know what needs to happen for your future. But no, we, we rely on whoever's in that very, very, very top, very distant ivory tower to make those kinds of decisions. And then we wonder why a lot of leadership doesn't make great decisions. Anyway, I digress. Um, in my humble opinion, though, I do believe 
that it is better to encourage movement across an organization and not let people stagnate in jobs for too long for that very reason. And again, promotions, like getting out of these types of language, promotions, I think traditionally means up as opposed to promotion can be lateral. Promotion is different kinds of mobility through an organization. Sometimes a promotion is a technical title step down. And oh, what? That makes no sense. Well, yeah, of course it does. If you want to make a career change, you want to do something completely different in whether you're in the same organization or not, sometimes taking a step down to take a step forward is necessary. And sometimes it's also even not about career change or movement. Maybe it's just, you know, that was that job and that level wasn't all it was cracked up to be for me. So I want I want to enjoy my life and my my balance and maybe make more time for my friends, family and other pursuits. So I'm going to take a step down or a step over to do something different. I think everyone gets way too judgy about people's career paths and organizational structures and gets caught up in this hierarchy. And to me, it's rather depressing because if you think about if we do everything based on this hierarchy of being promoted up, 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 then what? Okay, so you go the next step. Well, now it's always about the next step. And then it's always about the next step. And then you retire and die. That sounds like a fun life. To me, that there's no meaning in that. It's just title chasing. Um, I know there's a very real aspect of wanting to be promoted, which is more money, which is more, more often a lot of times why we work. However, that is not what's going to make you feel valued. That is not what necessarily is going to help you live a better life. In fact, there's all kinds of research and studies out there that say once you make over a certain amount of money, and I'm not talking about millions, I'm talking about even just in the hundred thousands uh, range, it's like it really isn't buying you that much more. And oftentimes it buys you a lot more headaches and more stress and more anxiety. So consider that as well. Anyway, I do believe that organizations should be a lot flatter. I, pr- I prefer a more flat organization. I think leaders who build organizations with fewer direct reports, they they think it's, oh, it's going to be so much easier for me to imagine. Even if they have a huge organization, it's like, okay, well, my top hierarchy is going to only be two people. And then underneath each of you is four, eight, eight, and then it kind of gets bigger as it goes down. But what they don't realize that might be it might seem on the surface that it's easier for them to manage less less direct reports. Okay, so I only need two one on ones a week as opposed to seven one on ones a week. But the reality is, the further that they're actually getting away from the bottom of their org chart, and forgive me for the hierarchical language that I'm using, but just to illustrate this for all of you, the more out of touch you really do become from the people who are entering, you know, your organization and the front line, the trenches, the the people who are digging in there with your customers and consumers. Also, the less you're going to get accurate information because that game of telephone is going to be insane as it climbs up through the ranks all the way by the time it gets to you, likely it's going to be filtered, watered down or may not get to you at all. And it's just going to be way easier to just be out of touch with all of them because you've distanced yourself now so much from your bench of players. So likely you're more like the owner of a sports team that doesn't really have any clue how the third string pitcher is feeling. And that is a serious leadership problem. Another problem with this structure is you've essentially created a mini echo chamber. And because naturally the fewer people you have as your circle of trust or your board of governors or in your direct reports, the fewer brains you have now and the less diverse thinking you have now and the more yes people you're likely to have. This is truly a significant problem in companies because 
everyone is so busy, everyone does have so much going on, that then the intentionality of the leaders to really stay connected and in touch with their entire teams becomes an impossibility now. And now they're being effectively managed by their direct reports who are then oftentimes protecting them and blocking them from a lot of the team that's underneath them now. So what's a leader to do? Well, a key thing leaders need to do is recognize that hierarchy will often dictate the type of culture you have. People will do what they're told. They don't challenge the person above them. They get bogged down in time-wasting protocols and fear that those with a title greater than theirs can ruin their careers, their lives, their successions, everything. And so now you've created a toxic environment of where people act a certain way and act differently and not themselves or don't speak up in front of people with a greater title. So how is that healthy? So you have this hierarchy, then you have a hierarchy that's dictating culture. And what I don't understand is if I was in a grocery store line, people line up the same. You don't ask people's titles or positions and line up accordingly. If someone drives like a jerk, you still call them a jerk, whether they're a CEO of a company or not. I mean, we're all just humans and we keep treating, we need to keep treating each other just like humans instead of treating each other differently based on a title that they happen to have, you know, Monday through Friday or whenever your work, work week is. All right, let's see if some sips can help us. Sip one, work doesn't get done according to boxes on an org chart. John Maxwell says that influence isn't about position or title. It's about one life influencing another. So take a look at your work environment and recognize that that's the truth, right? The work is not getting done based on the hierarchy put on a piece of paper. Work gets done and you talk to the people you need to do in order to get something done. It's more efficient. It's more optimal. It's more effective. So how can you take a look at how you're doing things today, the processes that you're doing things today, maybe even the meeting culture that you have to be more effective and efficient with that and and kind of remove the hierarchy out of it in order to get things done. And as a leader, we have got to teach our people influence is everywhere. You can influence up, down, all around That is what being a leader is about. Nothing more, nothing less. So how can you use your voice and how can you use your brain that you're paid for in order to come up with different ideas and speak up in meetings and pitch ideas, regardless of who's in the room at the time, it should not matter. All right, second sip. If you are truly a leader, then help those voices get heard from all levels of your organization. Because truly the best ideas never come from the top. The job, I had a mentor tell me once, the, the, the role of a leader is to recognize a good idea, not necessarily have a good idea. So use your ability, use your leadership, use your ability as a fellow human to say, oh my gosh, that is an awesome idea. And I am going to help people below me on the org chart, next to me on an org chart, wherever, even above you. I mean, I know people who have fancy, like big executive titles that have zero influence in the organization. And people don't pay attention. I know people with titles that you wouldn't consider that's, you know, big and fancy on an org chart, non-executive roles that have tons of influence. So figure out, you know, like, who are those influencers that you can connect with in order to help 
other voices get heard and ideas get heard. And because once those ideas stop flowing through and if people feel like they're not heard and no one cares and no one values their opinion, that's when you do start seeing people leave your organization or just dial it in every day and just go, eh, I'm not even going to try to go above and beyond. I'm not even going to try to innovate different things. I'm not even going to try to drive it. I'm going to get my paycheck and I'm going to leave. And that's not the kind of environment that anybody wants to be in, whether you as a leader or, or them as a worker. And the final tip, flip the pyramid, challenge the cultural norms. So I know I said this a little bit earlier, but it's so important to flip that script. Speak up in meetings when you have an idea. Or if you see something that will backfire, don't be afraid to say something. Also, just add levity. Be yourself. Talk like a human. I mean, stop with the talking head like so buttoned up and so formal in your speak. This is not how humans talk. If you are authentically being you, then people will listen more to you and you can more easily become a person of influence because people will be drawn to authentic people, people who, who aren't afraid to just speak and share and desire. I mean, some of the worst leaders I've had are people that I still don't really know, even though it's double digit years later that I've known them because they've never allowed anyone to see their authentic self. They've always put on an act or put on a front or, you know, very formal or certain ways or even in, and, and that expresses through their, their clothing and their, their look and, and the way they interact with people. And it's just, it's very off-putting. Nobody likes that. Nobody needs that. And furthermore, I don't think even people who are in positions of quote unquote perceived power based on positional authority really do just want a bunch of yes people running around. And if they do, they're horrible leaders. You don't want to work for them anyway. So flip the script, challenge the cultural norms, promote what I like to call an hierarchy. So it's kind of a cross between anarchy and hierarchy and hierarchy. See if there's ways, again, without getting fired, I'm not promoting that. But I think challenge yourself this week. Really look at those ways that you can influence a top-down organization or, you know, this very hierarchical culture, if that is what you work in. Maybe it is even just changing the words that you use. It might be speaking up in a meeting. It might be sharing something with someone else. It might be, you know, sending a note to someone who, or, or sending a, a little card saying thank you to somebody who happens to be, you know, in a different level of you. Just, it's going to look different for everybody depending on the org- organization you're in. But it starts with you. Culture change starts with you. So how can you pro- promote an hierarchy this week? Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow Leader Sips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.